welcome, welcome, welcome to the Creative Process Podcast with myself, Jared Klein. I'm sorry, I'm pulling up Anchor right now to figure out what episode this is because I am not good at that. Episode 22! What do you know? Episode 22. I guess last week with Brian, I guess it was 21. I just forgot. <laughs> um, but yes, anyways, well, let's just jump right into it. Obviously, by reading the title and everything, you know who's on this. Um, I'll have... Is it Ryland? Ryland, yeah. Ryland, That's perfect. It. Got it. I got it right the first time. I don't know why I said... <laughs> I don't know why I asked that before we started recording, but... Or it's why I didn't it's how it goes. Yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man, welcome to the podcast. Awesome having you on. Um, I know... We've been wanting to do this, and I. Wh- yes. When did I reach out to you? Before the new year, probably. Yeah, I think I, th- I think like close to the end of like near like a little bit after Christmas. Okay. Yeah, so it's been uh, been long overdue, obviously. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, why don't you introduce yourself to the people that are listening? Um, go as shallow or as deep as you want to, my man, and, and then you <laughs> go from there. Great. Um, yeah, my name is Ryan Tunney. I'm a graphic designer for Charlotte Football Club here in Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, I'm originally from Chicago, Illinois. Um, went to school out there at DePaul University. Um, worked for DePaul Athletics. Um, yeah, I kind of I've, I've basically been in Chicago my whole life. Went to St. Louis University for one whole year, if that counts. Uh, <laughs> then transferred out to DePaul. Um, so shout out st louis um but yeah i uh currently i'm i'm with charlotte fc um it's been it's been a blast been here for about five months now um it's been incredible so uh it's definitely definitely uh excited to brag on them a little bit (laughs) yeah i mean i i think i started getting into following soccer do you okay i know it's charlotte football club but you're american so you probably call it soccer right I do. Yeah. It depends on who I talk to. I, if, you know, if I talk to people, I'm, I'm relatively, I'm, I feel like I'm a rel- relatively new soccer fan in general. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't say I'm a football fan. Um, I definitely, I'm like, I'm a, I'm a soccer fan. I feel like the difference that has helped me the most is a professional soccer player will call themselves a footballer. And then you'll like a professional football player in America will call themselves a, a pro, like a pro football player a football player. And so I'm like, Oh, that's great. So like for people like my grandfather, it's helped me bridge the gap. Mm-hmm. And think about it like this. I'm like, think about it, think about it in this difference. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I definitely, I think in certain circumstances, especially when you're talking about American football, I uh, will, we'll call it soccer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to, cause it's Charlotte FC, Charlotte football club. Yes. I know a lot of teams, in the MLS now are adopting the FC or, yep. um, is is my is Inter Miami is it Inter Miami CF or is it FC? Do you know that? That is a good question. I think they are CF uh, International. Um, yeah, we have in Florida as well. Orlando City, they are soccer club. Orlando City FC. soccer club, and then St. Louis is St. Louis City soccer club. Um, so there's it's definitely a little bit of a mix. Um, but yeah, I feel like in the last yeah I feel like forever now it's people started just adopting that football club moniker um so they could help better identify with european audiences you know Mm -hmm. that's where i think honestly that's where i think the mls is going um Mm -hmm. i mean soccer is such a weird sport internationally it doesn't come like for the united states to kind of united statesify it or americanize it (laughs) it's almost impossible you know like yes yeah you, you can have the deals you can have the 
the money that American brings America brings to sports, but you know, the sport itself is so international to where you cannot Americanize it. Like you can't yeah. like they do with the draft because, you know, collegiate systems, they got to have a reason for those, I guess a professional reason for those kids to, you know, play collegiate soccer rather than mm-hmm. just out of enjoyment if they want to play it professionally. Yeah. So that has to be similar to like baseball and football and basketball, all the other sports. But like they have designated player rules, they have transfer rules, mm-hmm. they have everything like that, which I think is eventually going to get going to get expunged especially um when it comes to the implementation of relegation and promotion yeah which that's going to be a while because the usl is like its own separate entity it isn't connected to the mls like some mls there's sorry some mls their their two clubs or like their b teams play in usl but yeah it's not the league isn't the leagues aren't connected at all at all um definitely but yeah, I don't. I mean, I love the MLS. It's it's great to watch. Um, yeah. But it's almost like you're watching like the Serie A or like the Bundesliga. Like, there's always. It always seems to have like five teams that you know always mm. compete, and then the rest of them like um, other than this year, like New England Revs, um, Chicago, like fucking horrible teams. <laughs> It is interesting take on on the revs. Uh, yeah, I it's it is really interesting when you look at like MLS MLS's teams. I feel like I I got into soccer through the NWSL National Women's Soccer League. Mm-hmm. That's where I started. Um, worked for Racing Louisville. Um, I think I should have mentioned that in my intro. Worked for Racing Louisville in the NWSL, and then also their uh, their USL team, Louisville City. Um, so I worked for those teams. Um, and that's kind of like that's like how I got like started in like professional soccer as like a career. But what what was interesting is like being getting into watching soccer through like the U.S. Women's National Team and the NWSL, and then moving to MLS was such an odd transition because like I had known like all of these teams for like competing like like very like you know like in higher not higher stakes but like there's a broader width of like competitive like teams, you know, mm-hmm. and then you watch Europe and like Europe has like kind of in, in a similar light where you have like Man City or like, you know, a PSG that are like dominating their pools, you know, like mm-hmm. you have a little bit of like uh, leniency in the Premier League where you'll have like um, a Man United, not now, Man United blows, um, which is great for me. I love to watch them fail. Um, but yeah. <laughs> uh, but in like yeah, in like League One Uber Eats, uh, you get PSG that is just absolutely dominating their 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 entire league. So it's interesting. MLS is MLS is definitely in a transitional phase, and it's cool to see. Um, it's definitely getting a lot of European attention, which is really interesting. Um, New York City, who just won the MLS Cup, they are owned by Citigroup, which owns Man City, and, um, and Melbourne City, and Melbourne City, and there's another one in India. And all oh, of them just is. won the cup. Yeah, there yeah, is. all of them just won. I'm like, that is, ins- I'm like, that is an insane revenue stream. I'm mm-hmm. like, you guys have to be just rolling in it right now. <laughs> um, so that is super interesting. Um, I know that when Man City played this past weekend, they brought out the MLS Cup, and I'm like, this is great. I'm like, more exposure to a European audience is like mm-hmm. the same thing with like European soccer 
like I get up at seven in the morning to watch a team play, you know, like mm -hmm. I'm hoping people stay up until midnight to watch Charlotte FC play, you know, mm -hmm. maybe that's a team they adopt. Um, so that's, it, it is super, super interesting to see the transition that MLS is starting to have with European audiences in America and overseas. Mm -hmm. um, do, random question. Do you have, do you watch like, like European, like, like English, like the, the EPL or like the Bundesliga and do you have like a team over there? Yeah. I support Chelsea over there. Um, nice. mainly, okay. mainly because of Pulisic. Um, kind, okay, yeah. Kind of salty about what what Tuchel's doing to uh, to Lukaku, not really getting as many touches <laughs> okay. as he should, but for um, sure. But yeah, I I support Chelsea. Um, nice. Yeah, it's 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 fun. It's fun. I yeah. I when I started like adopting soccer as like a sport that I follow, yeah. I started with LAFC here. Basically, they're a oh, new, cool. new expansion team, kind of similar to what you know Charlotte is now, but. They, their first signing was Carlos Vela. And when he played yeah. at Arsenal and Real Sociedad, like I started playing FIFA when he was there. Oh, so nice. like he was one of the players that I was like, holy shit, this guy's so good. So then he <laughs> comes to LA and I'm just like, hmm. Oh, this is this is the guy. Yeah, this is, this is who I'm going to follow. They started, they, they started out really well, but they cracked in playoffs all the time. Mm. Real Salt Lake beat their ass every single time. <laughs> Even when like... Krylak would play horrible the whole season, and then all of a sudden in the playoffs he'd score like three goals in a game and continue the form somehow. I don't know how, but he does. And yeah, I said screw it. There's, I'm not supporting an MLS club. I'll support a European club. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope you'll I hope you'll support Charlotte FC and we start playing. Maybe that's just maybe that's just me being a little biased, but I hope we'll be able to rope you into the bandwagon. The uh the low the branding that you guys have is is very appealing so um cool. that that was a big thing that's, that, that's great news that was a big thing that caught my eye with LAFC so hmm, yeah maybe maybe I'll jump on in that East Coast bandwagon who knows definitely that's why we do it right <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah let let's get into that that was actually a good a Ooh. good segue whether you plan that or not but um <laughs> let's yeah let let's get into that not many people have the opportunity to um work on an employment level with a brand new professional organization um especially in the mls um so i guess talk about that what's your position with them what what have you yeah. done even i mean the stuff that you can share you know you probably have some stuff that under wraps and everything um but absolutely yeah but yeah kind of talk about that that's very interesting yeah it was uh it was definitely a crazy whirlwind experience like getting the job um this has been something that easily a dream job that i've been wanting for forever um and to start it with an expansion team um was incredible um or is incredible um it is definitely a once in a lifetime thing you know every moment is a piece of history and so like when we launch our kit like today we had our first practice dating ourselves with uh with, with the when we're recording but we had our first practice and uh that is uh like it, it was one of those things that we all looked around and were like, "Wow, this is really happening!" Like mm -hmm. this is this is what we are doing. Um, so that was like it, everything is like a super new and historical feeling, um, and it's super exciting. Uh, definitely one something that uh, moments that I'm gonna remember for a while. Um, but yeah, my my position here is a graphic designer. Um, I work underneath the fantastic uh, Taylor Banner, who is our senior graphic designer and our team photographer. Um, we're the only two designers on the Charlotte FC side. Um, Charlotte FC is owned by 
Tepper Sports and Entertainment, which owns the Carolina Panthers and Charlotte FC. Um, so we have a lot of crossover in that regard where we have Tepper Sports and Entertainment employees working on both ends. But um, Charlotte FC and the Panthers uh, work work individually but, but collaborate on occasion. Um, so that's a really cool and healthy environment. Um, it's definitely been fun to, you know, see – to 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 work with some brilliant minds in in the NFL world and then collaborate on on soccer stuff, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it's it's definitely uh, a crazy experience designing for an expansion team because you definitely feel the impact that your like designs have your your creative has. Um, like we talked about, like the branding, like our mission is to get individuals in the Carolinas and really all over the country, you know, engaged in what we're doing here. Um, and if we could do that in a visually compelling way, like that's our goal, you know, like mm-hmm. that's why I was hired. That's why Taylor was hired. That's why our, our, uh, our video operations team was hired, you know, our video production team, excuse me. Um, you know, we, that's our goal. We want people to be like, that looks cool. If like that looks cool, I want to, I want to learn more, you know, like mm-hmm. for people that, for people that don't know about it. Um, so yeah, it's 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 a blast. Um, it's definitely uh, a lot of work. You know, when you're building a team from the ground up, uh, you got a lot to do. You know, um, we we work long hours, but good hours. It's a good crew. Um, definitely family. Um, I feel like I, I you know I've had exp- I, of course I've had years of professional sports experience or and collegiate sports experience, but mm-hmm. you know you step into a room where everybody who was hired was brought here from another location where they were one of the best in, in, in their business, you know? So you step into a room that feels like you've like joined the Avengers. Like I'm like, (laughs) I'm surrounded by the best minds in American soccer right now. And I don't know, like, do I fit in? Like, am I going to live up to that? Um, so it's, it's really cool, you know, like constant inspiration throughout the day. Everybody is, there's some people that, that, that don't work in, creative the creative media department but are creative individuals you know like that's mm-hmm. the kind of energy that's around you know like you can it's a loud loud muffler going by um you, you can a, you yeah, can I, insert... I didn't even hear it on my end so you're good oh all right i'll stop calling it out maybe i'm just maybe i'm just <laughs> exaggerating um but you know it's it, the entire crew that works for fc is so um so set on on the success of this team um they come from incredibly different backgrounds some professional former professional players and some um that have just been in been in the industry forever um some from europe you know like it's it's crazy the the like where you find yourself you know sitting like sitting amongst them um but it's great it's it's definitely a lot of fun um yeah like i said definitely a lot of work but but it's but it's a blast Mm mm-hmm you know, honestly, looking at your whole like scheme when it comes to apparel and everything, I mean, the kit I saw, I saw you tweet about when the kit launched and everything, and yes. the kit hits it. Oh, the kit hits nice. different, my man. It's so the cool. kit, it's if, beautiful. If, if it was the thing that really takes it to the next level, are the white sleeves. The white sleeves do go pretty hard. If if it was all blue, it just won't be the same. The white sleeves, yep. like like the piping on the sleeves is dope. The color, I mean, yep. it's basically it's Carolina blue. I mean, you can't. It's Carolina blue. It, I'm I'm obsessed with the kit. Um, I it is like the little details in it, like the the vertical monogram on the back of the neck, mm-hmm. the Carolina stamp on the side. I'm like, this just 
it was crazy. I'm like, this is just a beautiful, a beautiful piece of clothing. I'm like, you gotta love it. Um, super bright, you know, like you can wear it in the night and not worry about like getting hit by a car. You know, it is just, <laughs> you are, you are a beacon of Charlotte FC right there. Like it is, it is great. Um, I, it'll be a different feeling watching our guys step on the pitch with that, with that kit, uh, fully loaded. So I'm, I'm excited for that feeling cause I might cry a little bit. All right, what, what's your what's your pitch to me for Charlotte FC fandom? What's your pitch? Oh man! If All I right. were if this I were is... to like like what's going to make me adopt Charlotte FC as a as my MLS club? I think that you would be joining probably the most excited MLS fan base in the country, without a doubt. I I like I taught I I've experienced a lot of fans. There's some great fans in Portland with the Timbers. There's some great fans in Chicago. Some great fans in New York. But there is something about the Carolina sports team that is unreal. Like there there is like a, a like it, it feels like a breathing entity. You know, like North Carolina itself has like a bunch of college teams that like people follow. You know, like mm-hmm. the Panthers are a huge staple of the Carolinas. It's that unifying like like team you know it's the it's the you know bank of america stadium is the unifying place where people meet up and like both north and south can set aside their rivalries clemson can set aside the rivalries with south carolina and come to a panthers game um for those people that have wanted that for soccer it's there but you also see a crazy buzz just to have another team in the carolinas um you feel the energy when you walk around the city. Like this city has spent so much time in making sure since the moment that Charlotte FC was announced has been making sure that like this team is here to stay. And like, this team is like a part of like the heartbeat that is the city. Um, It is the players feel it. We all feel it when we're making stuff like it, it it really, I like it. It is almost like indescribable. Like March 5th, our opening like match will be, unreal i like cannot wait to see like those fans i truly think that like this this is a different fan base like this is something that mls this is something that's soccer american sports has never seen before um i i truly it's it's different it's it's just different and so i i I, i'm telling everybody hop on the train now because once we once we take off we're going you gotta you gotta catch up you know (laughs) it's i mean from you know from a standpoint of just you know looking at it from looking as it looking at it wow that was really bad looking at it from like a, <laughs> a consumer it. standpoint i mean it's it has it has everything that's attractive it's got a good brand it's got um i mean i honestly i i could have guessed that the panthers organization was tied in there cuz you mm-hmm. do obviously play at their stadium yep um but i mean it has, I mean, it, it's a new club, like new, new beginning, new everything. So, I mean, it has everything, everything that yeah. that a person's looking for. Let's, I'm, I'm pulling, I agree. I'm pulling up the roster here. Oh yeah. Obviously, you have Christian, Christian Fuchs, or yep. Fuchs. Fox? It's probably Fuchs. 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 <laughs> <laughs> he played, uh, played with Leicester. He did. He he won the uh, Premier League with uh, Leicester City in 2016. And you just got Pablo Cicinega from LAFC, who's very, very good. He's such He's a good, very keeper. good goalie. Such a we good. We're excited keeper. about him. Um, let's see. Is that Harrison Afool? I think I pronounced it right. He played for Columbus. Yep. Awesome. Yep. Yeah. See, you you got got some players in here. 
Yeah, it feels like a little bit of a winner's circle. Um, it feels like we brought on... If you look at a lot of our, our guys' um, like like past histories or accolades, like a lot of them have championships under their belt. That's not something you can say about every MLS team. That's not something you can say about every soccer team in general. You know, like mm-hmm. we have a lot of guys from like international backgrounds playing in South America um, that have like pretty pretty hefty hefty hardware underneath underneath their belts. So mm-hmm. it's it's really interesting to see them all come together and and, and start their play style. Yeah, and you have uh, Jordi Reyna too. I just saw that. We do. Uh. Yep. What okay? What are your predictions? Let's get a prediction. I mean, you do play Ooh. your your first match is a tough one against LA Galaxy. Yes, it's a very we tough are one. we are excited about uh, the LA Galaxy matchup. Um, our first two matches are so our first match ever, which is an away match. It's versus DC, uh, and then we come right back home and we play LA Galaxy. Those are the two um, winningest teams in MLS history. Mm-hmm. They're right there. Um, LA Galaxy has the most wins and DC I think right behind them Um, we're playing against two super historic clubs Um, but I think that the difference between us and them is you know like besides the fact that we're just new and like we're bringing in like a lot of players that have never like stepped foot on on an MLS pitch before Mm -hmm. um, we're, we're bringing in players that are incredibly smart um, like like we've brought like our roster uh, as of now is like just an incredibly intelligent team. Um, it's also a group of great guys. Um, I've had a chance to speak to a number of them, um, like having them come into the come into the office and and, and getting various like media shoots. Um, they're they're just in in general incredible individuals that love the game of soccer and play it super well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I. I you know, I think that the, the love of the game is that anything can go anyway. You know, we're new. We we want to uh, like make a statement, but we also like are humble. You know, like we we're gonna do our best, however however um, much that takes, um, wherever that leads us. So that's that's the best we can do, and I'm excited to see see what that means. So end of October, 2022. Yep. Do you guys see? Yep. Do you see yourself or the team inside the the playoffs, or do you see them winning their conference? What What's your prediction? I man, I in in my humble opinion, yeah. Don't I okay. Think, if you if you could throw bias out, <laughs> well, uh, in my in my unbiased opinion, I think that this is a team that's going to make an incredible impact on on the MLS. On the MLS this year, um, awesome. I I can't I can't say for sure. I have a, it's hard without the bias, but I there is a very having watched this game for so long, having seen it develop, having seen how this season is starting to shape. There's a very heavy chance that you know, like you're gonna see us in MLS Cup playoffs. Mm-hmm. I think that's super exciting. Um, I I just look at like who we've brought on and like the coach we have and like the the style of play that we're gonna adopt i i I see this as like a really bright future so i'm excited for that you know like you never know everything is up in the air it's the beautiful game anything can happen but like i'm 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 hopeful based on i guess based on the players that i can recognize um and based off of i mean granted new teams always seem to do okay i guess 
bar Cincinnati in their first season. Um, <laughs> but uh, but like for like like when Atlanta when Atlanta first came on the scene, they had a huge huge impact, and they still do. They I don't think they've had a bad season since they became a team. Um, mm-hmm. LAFC they have just recently started playing not up to their level, but when they came on, they were contenders in the Western Conference the year they came into into the league. Um, I can't I can't really say much about like super you know back when like the yeah you know the OG teams but um like in recent I guess in recent MLS history new teams always have success or mm-hmm. have a high chance of success that's basically that's what's that's what the trend's been um sure. I could I could see I could see Charlotte being easily easily playoff position in the Eastern Conference probably I could say top five as well um. I would say okay. I, I would probably say top five. I don't think you're winning it. I do not think <laughs> you're winning it. Um, New York City's too good. Um, Columbus is too good. Like there's there's teams in the Eastern Conference that just you know are just are just too good. <laughs> uh, I I love your your honesty. Uh, I guess we will see come September October. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it's 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 cool. I hey maybe. You know, I, I'm I'm thinking about this as we keep talking about Charlotte. You know, now I know I know someone that's that's a part of the team, that's a part of the the whole working environment over there. Maybe I I don't want to give it like that that bandwagon potential, um, of a season. You know, just in case I don't want to declare my fandom, but for sure, I think I may be declaring my fandom for Charlotte FC right now. Let's go. <laughs> That's a empty. Uh, that's it. That's what that's what it's all about. Like we're here to we're here to make 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 a point, you know. So that is that is that is great news. I hey, every I mean everything the the roster the I mean the brand it's very appealing. It is very appealing that's, from a consumer standpoint. That's great. We we think so. We we're glad you think so too. So. Do you think Charlotte has the potential to sell out Bank of America Stadium? How much does Bank of America seat? That is a great question, and I do not know. I should know, but I don't. Um, do I think it has the potential to sell out? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think we have seen – it's it's no secret about like our, our ticket sales or, or what we're aiming to achieve. Um, we The amount of time that has passed since we had started selling season tickets – and even just in the in, in the moments that we sold single game tickets, um, people we can see the trend that people want to be here. Like this, this is a this is a moment for them, and this is like a lasting um, lasting effect. Uh, this is this is their team, you know. Like we are the Carolina soccer team, you know. Of course, there's uh, Carolinians that are partial to Atlanta United. Um, that's fair. We hope to hope to sway them to our side. Uh, <laughs> But, um, you know, we are, I absolutely think that we have the potential to, to we, I, I almost would say that we are going to sell out Bank of America Stadium one way or another. It's like Carolina feels it, Charlotte feels it, we all feel it. I'm, I'm looking forward to, to the moment that, that we do. Mm-hmm. So I just looked it up. It seats 75,000. 75, 75 nice. Yes. So okay, yeah, that makes sense. You're gonna need support at the same level at, at, as Atlanta United to sell out that yep. stadium. So yep. that's that'd say something for a team out of the Carolinas. That would say something. That'd be one hell of a that'd be one hell of achievement if you could sell that stadium out. We agree. 
It okay. It, it's one thing if you do it on your opening day or your opening match, but it's another yeah. thing if you do it, you know, day in day out when every single home game. So I guess we'll, we're just yeah. gonna have to see when it comes to that. We're just gonna see. <laughs> we're, we we love looking ahead. We love looking ahead. I'm excited. <laughs> um, okay. So just some soccer questions. I know we've been talking yep. about soccer. Um, I'm rapid fire. Okay. All right. Best league in the world. What are your opinions and why? Oh man! All right. Oh, this is this is hot, tough. All right, the best league in the world. Um. All right, I'm gonna split it. I'm gonna I I have to split it because I think this is gonna make sense. Okay. Um, the NWSL and the MLS. I say this. <laughs> I say this with the utmost confidence. You cannot sway me. You cannot sway me. I say this with the I love European soccer, but there is a like I, I'll give you from the NWSL perspective. The NWSL is the premier location for women's soccer in the world. It we've is. We've seen that. We've seen that this summer. We've seen that all around the globe. We have incredible players in Europe, um, but there is a definite movement for players to come here. Um, San Diego Waves is making waves um no with problem. uh with <laughs> uh with with their signings um we saw my own former team racing Louisville beat Bayern Munich this summer in the women's cup um there is a definite shift now that the NWSL is becoming the platform for um for women's soccer in in the around the globe and it is super exciting it was exciting to be a part of it it's exciting to be a fan and to see it um and and for the MLS perspective I've I've not seen uh, growth or um, co- like like new energy as I have with the MLS Premier League and Bundesliga and uh, Serie A. Um, they have like lasting fan bases, right? That's 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 worldly, you know. Like you, we've seen these teams around for decades. Mm-hmm. Um, which I, I of course you have to like give your respect to. Like those are like they they are like the places you go for soccer um, and have been. Um, but I say the MLS because I think there's a, like a genuine rise and like a, like a want in America and around the world to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, which I like, I think because like, you don't see this all the time with the rise of a sport. Like I was thinking about this today on my walk, like you, you, if you put American football in Europe, like that's a hard task, right? Like that is a, as a hard thing to do, but we put soccer in America and it is grown insatiably since 1994 you know or 1997 or whenever it was um i i am i am set on those two leagues being the best in the world because there is a undisputed pattern of growth that you have to latch on to in order to be a part of it and that's super exciting um because me and you can sit here and i like i'm a tottenham hotspur fan you are a chelsea fan we can say that, right? Mm-hmm. But we're but we're all the way over here, right? Like we can't we can't really like we're not exactly like a part of it, you know. And mm-hmm. those teams, like people who are Tottenham and Chelsea fans in Europe, have been there since they were like kids, you know. They're they're at their their, their boyhood club, as people call it. But here, you have the opportunity to grow with it. Um, I think that's that's what makes it the best league in the world. I think the leagues in the world. I think that's super cool. So that is my that is my honest and true answer. Bias aside work work life aside that is where i stand <laughs> the nwsl one is is that's a good shout that is a really good shout because i mean america 
the United States ha- is at the moment the pinnacle of women's soccer. I mean, we've proved yep. it the last two World Cups. You know, we've mm-hmm. we have proved it. We've walked the walk, and now we can talk the talk. You know, um, yep. I personally would say the Premier League simply because simply because of you know how long it's been around and how sure. dedicated the fan bases are and you know i mean basically like those fan bases are de- to someone who doesn't know who's still listening that doesn't really know international soccer that their fan base and their dedication is similar to how people in america treat the nfl or mm. the mlb like yeah. those leagues have been around as long as you know we can remember in our, in our in our nation but like the premier league has been around for not just decades for almost what hundreds of years yeah is it on that i think it's on that level so like the dead the amount of dedication and the amount of support like yes the teams are good yes the league is internationally renowned but like it all comes from the fans it all comes from the support people have for their club so i i have to say the premier league i have to (laughs) i I totally i totally respect that i i have tons of love for the premier league uh I watched it every Saturday, Sunday. Sometimes it was on today. I watched uh, like little bits and pieces of the Chelsea game. Um, there is a, yeah. I, I mean, that is like, of course, one of the best leagues in the world. Um, it's probably my favorite European league. Um, I don't watch the Bundesliga much. Um, I don't watch um, Series A. I don't watch League One all that often. Um, I, but I do watch the Premier League um, mm-hmm. because. It feels you definitely feel that connection. You feel that that like revitalization. You know, mm-hmm. there is a difference between being a Premier League fan in England than being like a League One fan in France. You know, like mm-hmm. that is. I would say Italy, however, has a crazy deep historical soccer history that I mm-hmm. am obsessed with. Um, I learn every, more and more every day from our chief fan officer, um, Sean McIntosh. Uh, he's a, a gem um and is my italian soccer connoisseur um <laughs> so i learned the most from him um but he uh that like that whole like like scene is incredible but but yeah i think like like the premier league in england is is just such a such a like a like a, a like a history to be a part of you mm-hmm. know it feels like you're a part of like every time like tottenham hotspur hasn't won a team in uh, a team hasn't won a trophy in what like 74 years like i think maybe less than that um but but like when when that happens when they win like it'll be a great day for me you know like Mm -hmm. one of the best days that i've had as a sports fan you know that's the exciting part when chelsea wins the european cup like in the champions league it's like yo like england's here you know Mm -hmm. like england's playing england's playing the 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 beautiful game so that's Mm -hmm. yeah it's 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 incredible um okay uh, dark horse league in the world. Oh, so a, le- a league you love to hear about and you love to kind of see go under the radar type of situation, or like one that not many people give credit to. You can't say leagues that you've already said. Okay, I will say the USL. I, I'm going. To, I'm going. Okay, going full American. Full American. Full, <laughs> only because, like, I've I've worked in the USL. But I also took a lot of time after, uh, after, like, especially at the end of this season, um, after I had stopped working with Louisville City, to really watch it. It is giving a, a lot of growth to like American soccer players that want that are younger that want to be a part of 
like soccer as they get like older in life mm-hmm. um i think that like you know their like their growth as a league is super inspiring but their their commitment to youth is super inspiring i think that we're seeing that with mls now um with mls next pro um and our academy teams but i i really think that like if more people start watching the usl as well like we're gonna get like a like a huge um kind of like rush towards mls as well like it is mm-hmm. we're all in this together like we're all growing the game together but i think that like if you want to be a soccer fan in america you got to give some credit to usl as well for sure i would say i would say an, i think an easy one for me to say this is the eredivisie and and uh in in netherlands simply okay. because i mean well you have ix you have feyenoord you have psv um PSV Eindhoven, um, but like those leagues push out so many talented European players, it's like nothing. Or that league Absolutely. pushes out so many, so much talent around the world for you know it, it's just like their job. Um, oh. You know, I, I think I think I gotta say I think I gotta say Eredivisie. I mean, people know like what it is. People it, that that league has a lot of history as well, but it just throws out throws out so many talented youth players that just excel and be and are able to show their stuff in that league and you know get links to to bigger clubs. Honestly, I think the MLS is getting to that stage um to where like in recent history we've seen really good young players get bought by MLS clubs and yeah. get international recognition and get international comparison and not only get transferred out but succeed when they transfer out. Absolutely. Um so I think the MLS is there too, um, but I think I got to go with the Air Divisie on that one. Um, That's a great answer. I love that answer. Let's see. I mean, we, we've I had other like kind of one-off questions about soccer, but we've already touched most of them, some of them real about the MLS. So um, we pretty much all we all we did was talk about the MLS. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, uh, it's I love the MLS. I'm MLS brain right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess. Yeah. I, I guess. I guess it's that that's it. Um I mean honestly I know this really wasn't a um for the people listening. This wasn't really a, a stereotypical creative process podcast. Um we talked a little bit about design, you know, your background and how how it is designing with Charlotte FC, but I really wanted to talk soccer with you because I don't get the chance to talk soccer a lot. <laughs> so sure. I for wanted sure. to do that. Definitely. Um, this is definitely, this has definitely been one of those podcasts where it's kind of like a um, listen while you work out or listen while you're working type of situation I rather than, so. rather than listen and listen to, uh, to be a sponge um, like some <laughs> of them have been in the past. Um, but yeah, I mean, Ryland, I really appreciate you coming on my, um, yeah. it's, it's been a really good conversation. <laughs> it's been, it's yeah, been really enjoyable. It's been a really good end to my, uh, let's see, what day is it? Tuesday. It is Tuesday. Exactly. What day is it? Tuesday. It's been a really good end to my Tuesday. So, um, I'm well. very appreciative and very grateful that you took your time to come on today. Yeah, man. Thank you for having me on. Like I said, I, I, I said this, uh, like before we started that, like I'd, I'd listened to this podcast, like when I, I had been designing, you know, so getting the chance to come on here and talk soccer you know sometimes sometimes we need a break from the creative stuff uh sometimes we need a break from from the design world um and and talk soccer i think is great so i hope i hope that the listeners also enjoy us talking soccer Mm -hmm. um but yeah with that guys um it's been episode 22 i got it right this time i remembered it um episode 22 of the creative process podcast with myself 
Jared Klein, and also our our awesome guest on today, Ryland Tunney. Um, but yes, if you guys want to link with Ryland Tunney, um, I don't know why I said your last name there, but if you guys want to interact and follow Ryland, um, you can find all of his um, links down below. I'll definitely have his Twitter and his portfolio down there. Um, if you want me to put anything else, I can put stuff there. Maybe I'll toss Charlotte FC's link down there. Um, I would love that. <laughs> um, yeah, so you could find all his all of his links um, down below. You know, feel free to connect with him. Ask him soccer questions. You already know he'd be more than happy to talk about soccer. So, um, but yeah, with with that, guys, I hope you have a great rest of your week. This will be coming out on Wednesday, so I hope you guys have a great hump day. Um, if you are listening to this on Wednesday. But um, have a great rest of your week. And as always, as I like to say, make sure that you tell somebody that you love them. All right. We will take it easy. We'll see you next time. Peace.